One of my favorite missionaries is a man by the name of C.T. Studd. When C.T. Studd was in China and turned 25, he received an inheritance from his father of what would be today around $25 million. He gave large sums of it to the Moody Bible Institute and to George Mueller's orphanage. Three years after arriving in China, C.T. married a young Irish missionary named Priscilla Livingstone Stewart. Just before the wedding, he presented his bride with the remaining money from his inheritance. And she said, Charlie, what did the Lord tell the rich young man to do? Sell all, he said. Well then, we will start clear with the Lord at our wedding. And so they proceeded to give the rest of the money away for the Lord's work. They wrote a letter to General Booth of the Salvation Army that said, Henceforth our bank is in heaven. You see, we are rather afraid, notwithstanding the great earthly safety of the Bank of England, we are, I say, rather afraid that it may break on the judgment day. Does that sound as a strange and illogical choice to make to you as it does to me? To give away all of your inheritance? Well, it's actually just like God to lead His people to do what seems illogical. Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. God creates illogical situations to put on display human inability but His divine power. In Judges chapter 6, God has made a seemingly illogical choice in choosing Gideon to be a leader. But then He begins to set up illogical situations. Remember, Gideon has assembled 32,000 men to go to war against the Midianites. And notice what God says in Judges chapter 7, verse 2. The people with you, Gideon, are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hand lest Israel boast over me, saying, My own hand has saved me. Now the Midianites and the people of the east are of an innumerable number. You can't count all of them. But the Israelites, they've mounted a pretty hefty army of 32,000 men. But then God begins to downsize. God instructs Gideon to tell all those soldiers who are fearful and afraid that they can go home. I wonder how many men Gideon thought would leave. Maybe a couple of hundred? Maybe a thousand, but do you think Gideon expected 22,000 men to leave? War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock, Arkansas seats right at 32,000 people. So just picture that. The stadium is full. And then Gideon gets on the PA system and says, All those that are fearful and trembling, you can be dismissed from this war. And then for the next 30, 45 minutes, men just file out of the stadium. Two-thirds of your army leaving the building. God is creating an illogical situation to display His strength. But as if that's not enough, God says, I've got one more test. So God takes that group of about 10,000 men and reduces it to an army of 300 men. What is God doing? He's creating an illogical situation in order to display His strength through our weakness. It wasn't that these 300 men were some type of super warriors. That would defeat the whole point of what God was doing. And this is not unique to this story. The story of God is that He makes seemingly illogical choices of people and then puts them in illogical situations in order to display His power and majesty and glory. Would you have chosen Abraham or Moses or Joseph or Peter or Andrew or John or Paul? No, we wouldn't have chosen any of those guys. Choosing them does not make sense. 
Neither would we have chosen death as a means to display strength. It just doesn't make any sense. Death is the complete absence of strength. But that's how we know that Jesus is the ultimate deliverer. How we know that he is truly mighty to save because he died and then came back to life on our behalf. And then he calls us to die, to enter into weakness so that his power and strength can live through us. It may seem foolish from an earthly perspective, but it's actually the wisest thing a person can do, the one seeming illogical choice a believer should make every day. As you pray today, please remember Jesse Hales and his family, our missionaries in Texas. And also remember the Zanaki Word broadcast that's heard in Tanzania.